Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot Z A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Thirty-three at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, the next half hour should be fun. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with the Oilers now. Edmonton and Toronto. We'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. You know, I was kind of hoping to give all the guys that helped support the show their Christmas gift. Still working on it. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply saving a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Brendan, Chris. Taylor, they'll take care of you at Roos Chris. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 to 10 p.m. Great place to do staff Christmas parties as well. Of course, controlled and ensuring that everybody's vaccinated and all that kind of stuff. Well, or you can go sit in the patio in minus 20 degree weather. Bob, will they serve your steak out there? Will, Mark, it, will it still be sizzling when it hits your table at there, minus 20? Yes, it will be. Sportsnet's <laughs> Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Alberta's top fillies and colts go head-to-head in the Philly Pace and Western Canadian Pacing Derby. It takes place New Year's Eve when I'll be in uh, New York City. Ooh, yes, really? Yes. Uh, well, that doesn't sound like much fun at all. No, uh, and uh, the Oilers have an afternoon game that day ske- oh. scheduled against the New York Islanders. How great the- is that? And then we got double national championship semifinal games on before we go to downtown New York that night. How good is that? Post time, 6.15 for the Philly Pace and Western Canadian Pacing Derby at Century Mile on New Year's Eve. All right, uh, we have a college football out of that day, and you got a perfect day, Bob. Well, Mark, that says a lot about you now, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and, but it is a little about you right now. You've just put something else on Twitter, so why don't you throw it out there? Well, the Oilers are, uh, I think, poised to announce a positive COVID test here uh, coming up right away. I was told uh, to kind of watch out for that, and it sounds like it's uh, this is not confirmed, but uh, we're hearing Ryan McLeod. So there's a big issue here. Now, you've put this tweet out about fi- this fi- out. 15 minutes ago? Yep. Okay. You know, there's a big issue here, like, between who knows who's where it starts. Calgary's got a bunch of tests. Carolina's got a bunch of tests. Boston's got a bunch of tests. They all tests. played each other. They all just did the big circular dance out here in Western Canada. Mm-hmm. Vancouver is in that, and they've announced a couple positive tests. The Oilers are poised to announce something here. Uh, it's this is how COVID works, right. and it's not pretty right now, Bob. All right. Well, and here's here's the thing: the entire Calgary Flame team is vaccinated. Yeah. That's Everybody awesome. that's a part of the Edmonton traveling party right now yeah. is vaccinated. Sure. I think I don't think there's an unvaccinated player or or team personnel per- on any of the five teams that we're referencing here, Bob. I think every single person is vaccinated. Okay. Yet still getting. And a lot of the players are seeing that the. They're they're pretty much asymptomatic. Now you had we've we've established this. Yeah, I had you, COVID. Yep. You had COVID before, la- before training camp. No, just during training camp. No, last, last January. Last January, just after the World Junior. Right before there was vaccinations. Before there was vaccinations, and you were sick. Oh yeah, you were quite sick. Yeah, now sick there, were there weeks. a couple other people that were extended to you that ended yeah, up? Yeah, my get- wife got it as well. Yeah. Was she as sick as you? She was very sick, sicker than me. Okay, uh, it wasn't a fun two and a half weeks uh, by any means. Uh, but that was a different time. There was no vaccinations. They did not exist at that point. 
Uh, it's different now. All right. So right now you got some. I mean, and unfortunately, this is part of the topic because we're going to morph it into a conversation on the Olympics, which Connor McDavid alluded to today. But Mark, here's part of the challenge of this whole situation. Now we got it. Like right now, the province of Alberta, as of yesterday, at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Here's where I go to the book too, because I update the numbers every day. Most play-by-play types like you keep the lines and the goal scores in their little f- file folder like that. You keep COVID numbers, Bob. For s- what does that say about you? It's well, I have to, I have to do that because it, it's become part of the na- narrative in order to do sports right now. Spec, would you not get? Would you not? You just tweeted about it. I know. It. It's you, first. All right, here we go. Uh, in the province of Alberta right now, eighty-four point eight percent of twelve-plus individuals in the province are vaccinated. Okay. 84.8%. What if I told you that it is my guess that Edmonton and Calgary would be north of 88%? I know that Rutherford, sure. as an example, is at 96%. Twin Brooks is at like 92.5%. So I'm going to, you know, where I'm going with this, Mark, is people are still testing positive for COVID. Oh. The severity of the illness has been decreased significantly. Yeah. Players are saying, I had a headache for a day, or I didn't feel great for half a day. Guess what? That used to happen before. It was called a head cold or the flu, and you'd get over it after a day. Mm. And, And therein lies the rub. Right now, we have a standard that's really specific that just takes players right out of the mix. Guys played with illnesses. All the time. All the time. I sat the first year I did the games, Mark. I know, but it's COVID. You can't just say, well... And that's where it's tricky. Like, Brad Treliving, the Flames GM, I was just listening to his press conference, and they've got nine players and it, well, on the COVID and, list. And, 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 and he what, said that, it, to his knowledge, as of the last time he spoke to guys, uh, he doesn't have any players who are particularly sick at this point. Yeah. So, but, you know, I think we all... I think that, I mean, listen, man... It's the way the world is right now. You can't just walk around and say, well, I got COVID, but I'm feeling pretty good. We don't do that in our world now. Right. You stay home. Yeah. And in the old days, how many times did you show up at work when you were totally sick, frankly? Right. Many, many, many times. How many times have you flo- flown, Bob? You just sit down the plane, guy sits down next to you, and he's sneezing and snorting, and you're like, oh, great. I got a three-and-a-half-hour flight to Toronto next to this guy, and you are sick after that flight every single time. I, I think remember- our world's changing. I don't think we do that now. Do we, Bob? I remember, Mark, in 08-09, Horkoff got sick, and he did everything. To try to play, like he was, you know, running the running right. the running the t- like, and man, he was sitting at the back. I turn around, and looked, and I could see him. He was and, dying, and he, he was just an absolute. And egg. I think what we know and now, he missed one bloody right. game. That's all he missed. Okay, but I but. think what we know now is the the having lost Sean Horkoff for let's say three whole games. The damage that that would have done might not have been as much as all those guys that got sick because Sean Horkoff was around the team trying to play. Well, I'm not calling him he, selfish. He, he, Don't get me he wrong. actually, but, uh, at that time, he did not go down to the game uh, on the road. He stayed in the team hotel. Sure. The team was he, for, he's fly. still around the team. Yeah. He's still on the bus. He's still on the plane. So my point would be, in today's world, I think we're starting to rethink these things a little. And I don't All right, so the question, mind that. And the question I want to throw out there for the listeners, you can text us at 780 because it's going to morph into the conversation on the Olympics. I mean, we have everybody vaccinated, Mark, so the severe, it's changed the severity of the illness. We agree on that. Oh, for sure. Is there a slippery slope here where we need to say, you know what, like... Like, there are people right now driving around the city, of, and hopefully you're driving safely because it was a bit of a you-know-what this morning. But uh, there are people saying, we got to stop doing 15,000 tests a day or whatever tests we're doing. I think in Alberta right now we're doing about 
4,500 to 4,000 tests a day. We're reporting 300 new cases. We we you know we got about 1,200 uh, active cases in the Edmonton Health Zone, which has got about 1.2 million people. And the severity of the case of the actual to- and, and for anybody that's lost somebody due to COVID directly, I feel for you. We know what the numbers are. The numbers are 87, 88 percent of the people that have passed away had two or more pre-existing conditions combined with this illness. Like they're like here's the thing. I got vaccinated. I wanted my family vaccinated. I think the vaccination process was important. I've tried to help other people get vaccinated mm-hmm. sooner, right? Because it is important. But we're also at a state here where there's people completely, like, they wouldn't even know that they were sick in the past if you weren't getting the testing done. Like, right now, the players, even even with being fully vaccinated, are getting tested every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the National Hockey League. If you're unvaxxed, like Tyler Bertuzzi, in theory, you're supposed to be texted every day. Is there... Given the fluidity of the situation, is there a different process or a different standard that should be applied? Or conversely, can you not do that at all in this world? Today? I don't know, man. I'm not a virologist, right? <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> like, listen, at some point, we're all going to, everyone's going to get COVID in their life and we're going to pass, you know, do we, should we let the guard down? Listen, man, I don't know. You know what? What would, I'll tell you right now, if you stopped all the protocols, here just in what we're supposed to be talking about which yeah. is the NHL but there's there right. would have to be a break there would be so many guys getting sick because they all sweat together they all bust together they all playing together you wouldn't be able to put some games on here and they're already missing games being this careful could you imagine bob what it would be like yeah. if they just said ah forget all the protocols let's just go back to 2018 and do what we used to do the season would cease yeah. So, well, and there I would mean, be no Olympics. I'm here to tell you, we might be heading down that mark. I'm serious. If this can, uh, and, it's not pretty right now. And was it inevitable as people got inside and as people spent more time? No, like, that's it. Right? Like you know what? They're not outside as much. This is a sport that's played indoors. Uh, it's now, cold. Now, one, I mean, one thing that happens in this building: you come into this building, you're vaccinated, right? Like that's it. You come into this building, you're vaccinated. It's that simple as a fan. But in theory, the players are all vaccinated. But, but again, they're expanding uh, energy on a regular basis, right? They're they're sitting there. They're around each other. Hey, the, the, uh, you got to get out of the conversation where saying, I'm vaccinated, so I'm okay. It's not I like that anymore. Yeah. The, the new variant is getting everybody. Every one of these players who's we're talking now, about are today we saying, is all vaccinated. Are, so. are they? But did, do we know if they were all the new variant? I don't have. A we clue. have no clue. Mark. They don't so, know that. All right, uh, I'm going to be very intrigued to see what people say when we come back in orders. Now, we'll get to some of the orders challenges at 105. We'll but we're going to hockey. Well, we are going to, but we're going to talk Olympics and what should happen. Uh, Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector, with you, sports inspect for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. It is 12:44 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I don't know if it changes my decision to go, but I do hope that, you know, potentially there's a way around that. Uh, I don't know if it's set in stones. I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure, but um, it would be nice if... If that was the case for an athlete or, or for a player, that you know maybe there, there's another way to to get out of that. It's obviously going to be a very fluid situation, and uh, and we need to uh, to continue to gather all the information that uh, that there is. I think um, you know there's there, there hasn't been a ton of. 
information come out, then all of a sudden there's, you know, that three to five week thing that, you know, it's uh, it's kind of been floating around. So just trying to gather all the f uh, all the facts and, and, uh, and inf information and, you know, um, obviously it's unsettling um, if that were to be the case when you go over there. So, um, you know, obviously I'm still a, a guy that uh, that's wanting to go play in, in the Olympics, um, you know, but we also want to make sure it's safe for, for everybody and for all the athletes, not just for uh, not just for hockey players. All right. So uh, anyhow, there you go. That's Leon Dreisettel first talking about the quarantine. And then uh, Connor McDavid talking about the Olympics uh, over the last couple of days. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector with you. We will tell you the Edmonton Oilers had made it official. Ryan McLeod has been placed in uh, COVID protocol. So uh, we'll see what they do with the lines tonight. Uh, again, I think they... Yesterday we saw McDavid and Dreisaitl together. I think you might see them split apart for today's game. Um and I think it's automatic. I mean, right now with Hyman out yep. and now McLeod and COVID protocol, the Oilers only have 12 healthy forwards here. So Turris and Benson are both going to end up playing. Uh, this text comes in on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Bob, I understand we need these measures, but I'm so sick of them. The rest of you dummies out there get vaccinated already. Again, you can text <laughs> us at 780 Uh Keep it coming. Uh, okay, Bob, did the orders change their protocol for entry into the building? Everyone should be vaccinated, but I thought they capitulated to the unwashed, and you can instead show a negative test. Uh, you know what? I guess technically, you yes, you are correct. This is a building that you can still, if you have a negative test in the previous, I don't know, 48, 72 hours, I think they're still at that standard. I thought I saw some, I don't know. Yeah, anyways, I'm pretty sure that's the case here. So good good pickup uh, by you. You can text us at 780-496-0063. So the, the question that we all await, just as in Calgary the other day when they came up with six guys, you said, uh-oh, yeah. I'll bet you there's more coming and there was three more. And um, I wonder whether or not is it the time, does the time of year play a factor? Well, the and guys are inside more. There's no doubt about that. But I was just going to say, Bob, when Cody Ceci uh, came up positive and was the only oiler, the we talked were on the air here, we said, oh, boy, I hope there's not more. Uh, like that is such an outlier to have just one hockey player on the team. So they did have that happen in Edmonton, and they were very lucky. And now they're going to hope that they're lucky again with Ryan McLeod being the only guy. And uh, I will tell you that in the case of Cody Cece, everybody that was on that plane had to come in to get tested uh, on back-to-back -back days, of course. Mark. Uh, so this situation is different because it's occurred during a time in which the team's been at home for several days. And so we'll have to monitor this. All right, let's circle back to the Olympics here, Mark. Um mm -hmm. And we have listeners at Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line in this show. They don't think anybody should go to an Olympics that are hosted by China. They don't like China. They don't like China's uh, uh, human rights uh, issues uh, yep. that are specific with a couple of groups. Uh, some people don't like China's policies. Yep. Uh, and that, frankly, is understandable, and that's people's prerogative. But you're not necessarily an Olympic athlete. 
And I, I, I've known a couple of Olympic athletes that didn't get a go at night. Remember Kim Gordon, the athletic director yeah. at the U of A? Yeah. So she was supposed to be in the 1980 Olympics, and she didn't get a go. In Moscow. Because of the fact that the U.S. led a boycott of uh, several of... No, England went, or Britain went, and Great Britain went. I should say Great Britain, not England, but Great Britain went in mm-hmm. 1980. But the United States uh, led a boycott of that Olympics because of the invasion of Afghanistan. And then was it four years later in L.A. that the uh, Soviet bloc uh, reciprocated? Yes. And, and I what can, did that solve? You know, costing all those Olympic athletes their dream to be in Olympics, I'm not sure that solved anything. Did the states and Russia get along after that? No, they did not. No. No, the wall came crumbling down about five years later. Yeah, but not because of the Olympics. Not, not because of a boycott. Lack of participation. So <laughs> countries have stated, Mark, that they're going to do a what a, a, a diplomatic a diplomatic yeah. boycott. They're not going to send any, which frankly, given... I, I'd actually want some diplomats there for my country in case something went wrong while you're in China. I mean, if you got Ryan Lochte, you know, having an American guy to help out a Ryan Lochte now, you're not even going to be allowed out. Uh, Mark, you tell me, like, you know, you get it that the players want to play, guys want to play in the Olympics, but if they're completely... Like they could end up being locked down in China for five weeks if they end up testing positive. With if yeah, they we're could... all a little afraid because you can't. A, well, Mark, you, you just can't trust it. the Chinese government. You don't know even if they're telling you what they're going to do today, it doesn't mean they're going to do it tomorrow. So, so that's the first thing. So is... Canada's in China's pool, okay? And the testing gets done, and suddenly Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Alex Petrangelo aren't available for Canada. Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? Well, I mean, I suppose there's that. They could be flubbing tests. You'd hope the IOC is better than that, but the IOC isn't. Like they're not. My point would be the IOC can't control Russia, right? When it comes to testing of of uh, blood and and you know for dope testing, I they, can't for bl- generations I, I, the Russians have pulled the wool over the IOC. They still won't really? kick them out. Yeah. Really? For generations. Are, are, we all know that. Does that actually... Yeah. Mark, Mark, yeah. does that actually happen with so, the Eastern Bloc and Russia? Right. So the point would be that their, their tra- the IOC's track record with Russia does not make me feel very good about their pending track record with an Olympics hosted in China. So that is the first thing. The last thing that, uh, frankly, the Chinese, if you're asking me, they would want less COVID tests because the Chinese government would not want to have their Olympics spoiled. Yeah. Right? They would... But you know what? All of that said, if I'm a a fencer or a swimmer or Connor McDavid, if you're telling me that if I test positive, I am now basically property of the Chinese government for as long as they feel like until they let me go, I'm not loving that much, Bob. I would say I wouldn't be loving that much. Right? and you know, in terms of the actual philosophical discussion, this is this is the way of the world. The balance of power has moved away from the Western democracies. So what happens when it comes to voting blocks? This this is how it works. And and so China has an immense amount of power right now internationally. Personally. When they gave China these Olympics, Bob, they were they weren't they haven't changed much since then. The China that was awarded these Olympics is the same China today. So what that tells me is the IOC is just fine with China being China, right? They're not. Like, we can talk about and have the discussion about human rights issues and whether we think that, you know, we should we should take part in the Beijing Olympics and do something that celebrates the Chinese, you know, right. today's Chinese culture. We can have that discussion. But the IOC's had it, and they're all for it. Right. They're all for it. So that ship has sailed. So if you're going to these Olympics, again, whether you're Conor McDavid or a downhill skier, you're going to a Chinese-run, Chinese-led, Chinese-organized, and Chinese-policed Olympics. That's what you're going to. Now, what happens if they test positive 
and they're stuck in China for three weeks after the Olympics, and they miss eight games of their NHL team. Do or they get more? Do they get paid? They do not get paid if that occurs. Just, no, the you know, teams will end up paying them. No, they don't. Budget. No, they, they don't. don't. have to. They no. don't have to pay them. I right. think that they can if they want to pay them. But I'm more interested in, in you know, what if your two best players, what if, if you know, your two best players who are playing for two teams over there and they're the best players on their teams, if they both come back and you miss the next month of those two guys in Edmonton? Like, I don't think so. McDavid's with McDavid's with Canada and Dry settles with Germany, and they're in the same pool with China, yeah. with a team that shouldn't even be playing in the event, other than the fact that they're the host country. And yeah, bingo, they, they end up testing positive. Listen, I think this, Bob, and then we should move on. I think by the time this decision gets made, we'll have more information. It's going to be an easy decision either way. I think that. Today, it's quite a, you know, we're going to need to sit down and, and settle this over a couple of beers. By the time January comes along, I have a feeling that it'll be a pretty easy decision for everybody involved. When used to privilege, the loss feels like oppression. Elite athletes not being able to attend Olympics is the poster child for first world problems, says one texter. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Scott uh, with you. Uh, Bob, I predict China wins gold in men's hockey because either nobody but them show up or they test all the other teams positive so COVID so they can't play. I'd be surprised if that happened. But interesting. Uh, Bob, please talk about the Chinese tennis woman's player. Is she missing? Is that what's going on? Well, no one's possibly completely sure on that, but I think there should be more talk about her. There we go. Sunny in Vancouver says, Bob, if the teams in the league abandoned the testing and a player came down with COVID, which resulted in long-term symptoms, if the career of the player was affected, would it be possible for the player to sue the league for an unsafe workplace? That one comes to us from Sunny in Vancouver. I, I mean, you, you're opening up a whole pan. I mean, we have... Yep. I mean, you kind of almost have... Like, look what's happened here with Josh Archibald. So he didn't know that he had COVID in the summer. Okay? Didn't know that he had it. And he ended up getting myocarditis. He, he felt something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, was not vaccinated. We know that. Uh, and got myocarditis. A lot of people, frankly, a lot of people kind of almost pointed an accusatory finger at him. Like he deserved to get myocarditis. Oh, which, that's just stupidity. Yes, I, it is You stupid. can point the finger at him and say, well, that wasn't very smart. Because if you had been vaccinated, the odds say you may not have got nearly as sick. Right. You can point that finger, but... To say anyone deserves that, no one, no one, no one deserves it, and that's and that's that. All right, uh, we have we have real problems right now to discuss. The orders have dropped five straight games. I brought up a face-off stat, made a minor a mistake on it. You did. Yeah, rare. Well, I, I probably make about six a show, Spec. It's a two-hour show. There's going to be a couple mistakes. So I, I know you've never made a mistake in your columns. Not one I'll admit to. That I haven't caught and corrected you yeah, on within, within, within about an hour, 20 minutes of you posting. So you think you think a guy's not your friend, but then you realize, you know, deep down inside. Hey, we all need a good editor, pal. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what they say, write drunk, edit sober. <laughs> so I do the writing, you do the editing. <laughs> Oh, man, that is funny. Uh, Hey, guess what? We're going to tell you about something that's going to take place here 
uh, hopefully in April, but we've already sold a ton of spots on the trip. It is the Oilers now road trip to Nashville. Oh, that sounds like fun. All right. You can join New West Travel for a four-night roadie to Music City uh, to see the Oilers play the Preds. The last time Edmonton was in Nashville, Leon Dreisaitl scored uh, his only four-goal NHL uh, game as uh, the Oilers pounded them 8-4 to that night. This package includes exclusive non-stop flights with Flair Airlines, four nights in a deluxe hotel, a great game ticket, and a welcome reception with special guests all for just $1,750. You can join the New West Nashville Roadie. Call New West Travel at 780-432-7446 or go online at newwesttravel.com. We are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. The news of the day with the Edmonton Oilers. Ryan McLeod has been placed in COVID protocol. The Oilers and the Leafs tonight. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.